In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Welcome to Mortgage Marketing Radio, brought to you by the Mortgage Marketing Institute, your number one source for truth in mortgage marketing. Hey, listeners, Jeff Zimfer. Welcome to this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Radio podcast. I am so glad you're here. If you're a longtime listener, hey, let me know. Give me a shout out. Did you know you can always reach me? A couple of ways. I've got a, a new announcement of a way for you to, you and I to engage more, for us to talk more, for me to actually answer your questions. So it's a couple of ways you could reach me. Number one is you can always email me podcast at mortgagemarketingradio.com. And I've got a brand new way for you to reach me, to engage, and most importantly, to get your questions answered. I want to share something with you that I've just added to my website. And you can find it at, I want to mention this URL before I forget it. It's called Ask Jeff Anything. And that's Jeff is G-E-O-F-F, in case you're not familiar with my name spelling, but it's Ask Jeff Anything. You go to that page and that page is on my blog. And what it allows you to do is to click a button, start recording your question to me, and I will get a notification that you submitted a question so that I can then answer your question possibly play your actual question live on the podcast that you're listening right now. That's right. Imagine hearing your own voice asking me the question you want to ask and playing that for over 10,000 monthly listeners of our podcast. And don't, don't let that scare you. But if you ask a good question, I just might play it on the air and answer the question. And the reason why I'm doing this is I want to drive more interaction, more engagement with you, the listener. And it's one simple way to do that for you guys to submit questions that I can get better in tune with the issues and challenges that you might be facing right now in your marketplace or ask me any question you've always wanted to ask. And uh, what I want to do is then is take those questions live, right? Place some of them or just directly answer them, give you a little shout out and just say, hey, I got a question from Bill in you know Toledo. And Bill asks me, boom, right, whatever that question is. So again, the uh, place to find that is you go to the website is askjeffanything.com. That's the URL. Ask Jeff, G E O F F, askjeffanything.com. I'll also put a link in the show notes. And that's where you can go click that big orange button that says start recording. And you simply record your question, listen to it, make sure you're happy with it. If you want to redo it, you can redo it. And then when you are happy with the question, you hit send and I get your personalized question submitted to me. How cool is that? 
Woo, love it. Love to connect with you guys and would love to have some of your questions shared and read live on the air. Okay, now next, let's. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out um, uh, to those that are actually leaving reviews on the podcast and make sure that you're being acknowledged for that because it is you who keeps this show going. It is your comments, your feedback, you know, your input that I value greatly to know that this podcast is making a difference for you. So I want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast listeners. And this comes from uh, Black Magic. All right, Black Magic, if you're listening, this is your review on iTunes. Black Magic says, great interviews packed with all sorts of ideas and different perspectives. I like how the interviewer, I guess that's me, doesn't let up when receiving an answer from a guest. He digs deeper and will continue to drill into the topic down to the most detailed level. And we all know success and beauty is all in the details. Keep up your great content. Actually, Black Magic, that's Michael Cadet, or is it Cadet? Michael, thanks a lot for the review, buddy. Message me on Facebook, DM me, whatever. I'm going to try and find you as well. You get yourself a free swag shirt, a Mortgage Marketing Radio podcast shirt. Look at this. You can hear it. It's still in the bag, right? Brand new, fresh off the presses, direct to you. Mortgage Marketing Radio t-shirt. Thanks for listening. Thanks for leaving your review. And if you want to leave a review, you know where to do that. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, it could be iTunes, it could be Stitcher, it could be Google, it could be Spotify, it could be over on our Facebook page. By the way, if you're listening, have you yet joined our private group of four podcast listeners only mortgage marketing radio podcast community at Facebook. We'll put a link in the show notes there as well, but real easy. You're on Facebook. Just type in the search mortgage marketing radio, right? And then you'll see the group come up. It's a private group just for podcast listeners. So, all right, there's that. And let's continue on. So I'm going to do a couple of different things here differently today. Today, it's just me. That's right. Just you and me having an intimate discussion, if you will, about a couple of topics I wanted to share with you. And again, this is why I'm setting up the opportunity for you guys to leave me questions on this on the uh, you know that page ask Jeff anything because what I what I'm going to start doing is actually pivoting a little bit and doing some more content that's going to be directed towards just me sharing social media best practices, digital marketing best practices and things like that. So I'd like to know what is it the areas and issues you're most struggling with when it comes to being a modern mortgage originator, social media, digital marketing and stuff. Those questions issues and challenges, you are welcome to post over at askjeffanything.com and we will address your questions there. Also, for those of you listening, you should know that most of these podcasts also have a video portion to them. So when we have a special guest on, there's a video, there's a video of me going right now and you can find that over on YouTube. I'll put a link to the uh, my YouTube channel in the show notes. That is uh, Real Estate Marketing is the uh, name of the YouTube channel. You'll also see the Mortgage Marketing Radio podcast icon or logo featured there as well. And while I'm on that, so guys, I would love your feedback on this as well. And you can use the button I just told you about, the askjeffanything.com button, because I, I, I'm looking at changing the name of my company, right? The parent company is Mortgage Marketing Institute. Under that umbrella is the Mortgage Marketing Radio podcast, the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership, which I'm going to talk about in just a moment. But and I'd love your feedback on this, some direction. And what I mean by that is this is so, you know, it recently dawned on me that although my my main and primary audience is and always will be you, the mortgage loan officer, and this podcast will be solely dedicated to you and helping you grow your business as it always has been. As you've seen, sometimes I bring on real estate agents or others that are relevant to you understanding the aspect of real estate and agents and what they face and go through. But I've also brought on agents as a podcast that you could and should share with your real estate agent partners because there's great educational content on there for, for them. 
That being said, there are some things that have been brewing for quite a number of years, actually. Bottom line is this. Look, here's, here's what happened. You guys know I teach Asian classes every single month in my local market, sometimes several times a month. You guys may not know that for the last couple of months, I've been I'm working on a beta project. And that beta project is hosting local agent masterminds monthly agent masterminds where we get together with a small group of agents, anywhere from 10 to 15 agents. And once a month, we're getting together for about two hours. And we're dealing with a very specific topic, a challenge. Typically, we have like you know challenges put together. By challenge, I mean like initiatives and things for them to go and do, such as uh, post vid- videos, such a, as you know produce content, uh, get clear on their personal brand, set up their Instagram profile correctly, and things like that. So every month, there's there's a, there's a specific agenda with action items and handouts and all that fun stuff. And I've been doing that here in my local market in Vegas now for a couple of months, testing it out because I wanted to see how it goes before I you know, kind of announce it to the world, so to speak. And um, it's, been, it's been going really well. But, but that, in addition to the classes I've been teaching real estate agents for 10 years now, that, in addition to the book I'm working on, all right, little sneak peek, secret reveal on the book, part of the title tentatively right now is Disrupt or Die, Surviving the Digital Real Estate Shift. That's due to come out in the month of June. Pressure's on, I know. But that is a book that is designed for the real estate industry, both real estate agents and you, the mortgage loan officer. And so what's happening is my audience is growing, diversifying, if you will. So not just exclusively mortgage originators, but also real estate agents. What is the point of me telling you all this is that I'm feeling the need to change the name of the parent company, which is Mortgage Marketing Institute, and I'm feeling the need to change that to something else. I wanted to make an easy switch and go Real Estate Marketing Institute, but guess what? Somebody on the web's already got that. And I don't know like how big of a presence they have or whatnot, but the bottom line is that it already exists. I don't want to go there. So I'd love your feedback. I love your input. You know, the intent of what I do, marketing, right, wise, and all that kind of stuff is to educate and provide tools, content, and resources to help you, right, grow your personal brand and become a modern real estate professional. So I'd love to hear what, what ideas you, got, you guys have around this topic, around if you've got name suggestions. Matter of fact, I might even do a contest for if I choose your name, the winning name, there's going to be some free cool prizes in there, right? So like exotic trips and giveaways and cars and all that kind of jazz. So if you want to participate and throw your throw a name in the hat, look, reach, reach out to me. I've told you multiple ways to reach me already today, right? With the Ask Jeff Anything. You go to my Facebook page at Mortgage Marketing Institute. You can private message me on Facebook. You can email me podcast at Mortgage Marketing Radio. Help me out. Help me choose a new name. And I promise you, I will make it worth your while. Get in our Facebook group and put in the new name there. All right. Okay. So that's happening there with that coming. And by the way, if you guys have any interest in that real estate agent mastermind that happens in the local area, let me know that as well. Just message me and let me know if you've got interest in that because we're going to be offering that in a very small group beta rollout in the near, very near future. And if you can imagine what this is, what this looks like is you have got your own private mastermind of real estate agents. As I said, you meet once a month, about two hours, but a lot of the content's going to be provided for you. As a matter of fact, most of it, right? Your job is to facilitate. So imagine this, you, you get into that meeting, you open up your laptop, you connect it to the TV or whatever's in that room of the office where you're at, and you've got a done for you lesson right? That is delivered by somebody who's recognized as a thought leader in that space. And you've got the materials every single month, you've got a cool box full of handouts and checklists and stuff and playbooks to go through. And you're facilitating the content, you're basically pushing play, Um, there's a lesson and a teaching goes on. And then you're pausing at the right moments to help people fill in the blanks with their handouts, etc. And uh, making that all happen. So if that's of interest to you, let me know. And I've already told you how to reach me, you know how to do that. Okay, let's transition. I also told you that I was going to tell you a little bit about, uh, for those of you listening, some of you are new, some of you haven't yet checked it out. 
as always, this podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership. And I have to share with you a brand new success story from one of our newer members. She only became a member in April of this year. And when you're listening to this, it is uh, likely in the month of June or soon to be. And she's only been in the mortgage business for about a year and a half, right? She's in Florida. Awesome lady. Just go get her. Shani Morris. I want to give a shout out to you if you're listening. And what's so great when, when I hear a story like from, from somebody like Shani is because we all hear ideas, right? There's no shortage of ideas. What there's a shortage of though is execution and taking action on those ideas. Implementation, if you will. That separates the great from the good. Okay. Shani is one of those who's on the path to greatness. I wholeheartedly believe it. She's investing in herself in multiple different ways, not just with me at the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership and, and multiple things, right? So she's you know, guaranteed to succeed and do well in her business because she's doing all the right things consistently, right? So anyway, she shared with me a story recently. She's a new member to the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership, which if you want to check that out, you can go look at it at mortgagemarketing.pro. We got a short eight-minute video there that explains everything. But one of the key deliverables you get every single month as a pro member is you get a done-for-you turnkey kick-ass agent class. So imagine this, in your, in your local market, a done-for-you class every single month that's on a hot topic. It could be business planning for agents, it could be Facebook Live, it could be video, it could be YouTube, it could be Alexa flash briefings, you name it. Every month we hand you on a silver platter, the PowerPoint, a video tutorial, handouts, speaker notes, everything soup to nuts for you to be able to but get butts in the seats and deliver a class that agents love and convert those agents to meetings and referrals. It's a whole system done for you. I've been doing this for 10 years. And I would venture to say that nobody's done it longer than me or in a more systemized, predictable way. And Shawnee's done it. She took it to heart. And her most recent success story, I'll probably post this video somewhere on our page or on our YouTube channel, but she just recently hosted a class, which is Video Marketing for Real Estate Agents. And, and she says that immediately following her class, she received several videos from real estate agents who attended the class expressing their excitement and appreciation, saying how awesome the class was and we're looking forward to getting started with more video. And one agent actually left that class and later that day went and did a Facebook Live from her open house. Amazing, right? Agents are hungry for this information. They want help. They need help. Where are they going to get it from? And if they get it from you, do you think that's going to separate you, differentiate you from the competition and attract agents to be more open to talking with you, potentially working with you? Short answer, yes. Shani put on this class. She just rocked it. She had 46 agents registered, 30 agents roughly attended. She did that at her local board of realtors. I'll probably um, have her on some point as, uh, as a guest to interview her. I know we do this in our, our private coaching here as a member of the pro, pro group. We do that. Anyway, she got five leads from her first class. Five leads. I forget how many loans she actually closed. I think it was two. I mean, but look, take the average commission you make on a loan, right? And do the ROI on that. Okay. That's what you call a no brainer. Guys, five leads from a one hour class, 30 agents she's in front of for 60 minutes, gets to build rapport, gets to demonstrate who she is, gets to connect, build trust, build likability, and create reciprocation. You know what reciprocation is when you do something of, you know, useful, worthwhile, or you, you pour into people, you give them something that they value, they feel reciprocated to want to give back to you. And that's what's happened with Shawnee. So if you want to learn more about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership, it is open for enrollment right now. You can find more info at mortgagemarketing.pro. Check out the short video we put up on that. Okay, next up, I want to talk to you about a book I've been reading and gifting. There's only a few books that I've actually gifted in my life. And this one is one that I actually just recently gifted 10 of these books. And so whether you're a reader or you're a listener, I don't care. 
I'm encouraging and imploring you to get this book, which is Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones. And this is by James Clear. You can obviously find it on Amazon or on Audible. If you like books on audio, Atomic Habits. And I have to say, I've read a lot of information on, quote, time management or personal productivity, getting stuff done, you know? And I'm I'm pretty well-versed on all the different ways and tools and applications, time blocking and planning and all that kind of jazz. And it all has its place and its relevance, right? However, this book, I think it's impacted me in a way and at a deeper level than any other book around personal productivity and creating habits and creating systems and processes to achieve the goals you want. So I highly endorse it and recommend it. And you know, for some time, I've thought about doing little book studies and excerpts and kind of sharing little nuggets from, from books that I read and I like. And if you guys love that idea, let me know, right? Just, just let me know. But I wanted to share something for you, with you, from this book. And it's called, um, it's all about habit tracking. And there's a whole like habit tracker and resources that come with this book and all that kind of stuff. So, but there's one story that I just wanted to briefly share with you. And uh, this is in chapter 16 of Atomic Habits. And what's interesting is, okay, so this book talks a, a lot about a lot of different things. It talks about obviously changing habits, how your habits shape your identity, how to build ha- habits in four simple steps. Let's see, with how to stay motivated in life and work, the truth about talent when genes matter and why they don't, the secret to results that last, how to stop procrastinating, how to make good habits inevitable and bad habits impossible. How do you like that? How to make habits irresistible, the role of family and friends in shaping your habits, how to find and fix the causes of your bad habits, how to stick with good habits every day, et cetera, et cetera. And it goes on and on. There's a couple of, like I said, if you guys are up for it, I'll share different nuggets from this. But there's a story in here in the book, chapter 16, that talks about habit tracking. And a habit tracker, what is that, right? It's like you track your sales activities, hopefully, your calls and your conversions and your apps and apps to, to funded loans, et cetera, right? So a habit tracker is a simple way to measure whether you did a habit or not. And the most basic format of that, we already know. It's a calendar and you cross off each day, right? You stick with your routine. So it's like an X. If you work out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, boom, X, check mark, whatever it is, right? And as time goes on, right, the calendar becomes a record of your habit streak. And consistency builds momentum. Consistency builds results. And, and consistency in you know following through on your habits produces an identity that supports you in living that habit and aligning your habits with your identity. Does that make sense? And the book talks a lot about this. And there's a story in here about Jerry Seinfeld. And Jerry Seinfeld reportedly uses a habit tracker to stick with his streak of writing jokes. And there's a documentary, I haven't seen it yet, but the book talks about this documentary called Comedian. And in it, he explains that his goal is simply to never break the chain writing a joke every day. In other words, he's not focused on how good or bad a particular joke is, or how inspired he feels to do it, he's simply focused on showing up and adding to his streak. Don't break the chain. That's the powerful mantra. Don't break the chain of sales calls and you build a successful book of business. Don't break the chain of workouts and you get fit faster than you'd expect, right? Don't break the chain of doing X. For me, in my case, writing every day. Don't break the chain and you end up with momentum. You end up with results. You end up with confidence, with certainty. Habit tracking is powerful, right? Because it leverages multiple laws of behavior chain. It simultaneously makes a behavior obvious, attractive, and satisfying. The book talks a lot about those three things, about how to make a behavior obvious, number one, because look at, you know what keeps you motivated? 
when you feel like you're making progress, actually not when you feel, when you know you're making progress and I'm not versus being busy, right? Because guess who's really busy and who's quote in motion? A rocking chair is in motion, but not very productive, right? It's not moving forward. Ever feel like that? Okay. Habit tracking, tracking, like I said earlier, what is that? What are the habits that you need to track better in your business? Is it the number of sales calls, number of face-to-face meetings? Is it the number of loan apps you take in a day or a week? Is it the loan apps to conversion, right? Loan apps to actually funded loans, right? How about the past client database calls that you make in a given week? Okay. These are all habits that when you begin to track them, have that domino effect that will build and continue over time, right? It just takes one domino just to knock down all those other dominoes in front of it, right? But you got to start with the one and tracking helps make it obvious that you're making progress. It makes it attractive because it feels good when you make progress, feels satisfying and means you want to show up and do it again. Just like when you do actually work out, it feels good, right? Most of the time. And that makes you want to do it again. Okay. And obviously there's tons of ways to track your habits between apps and software and a wall calendar and you know your own little sheet of paper or a journal, whatever it is, right? But I encourage you to start tracking your habits and celebrating your success. If you, if you have a, a, a habit that you want to make 20 outbound calls a day to whoever, or you want to meet three realtors face-to-face, right? Three times a week, start tracking it, start measuring it, start checking off the box and start celebrating and rewarding and acknowledging yourself for following through and completing your habit. Okay. So in this book here, so that's one excerpt from the book. And then this is this other excerpt when we talk about identity. Right. And identity is another topic that I've been, been, been taking on lately and slowly learning, not slowly, but you know, just kind of consuming information. Right. So identity, two steps, because here's the thing, right? If you heard my podcast with, podcast with Jim Fortin, an earlier podcast episode, we talked a lot about the power of identity. And I'll put a link in the show notes back to that uh, podcast episode. But it talked about the identity and that everything is about your identity. Everything you do or don't do is based on your identity, right? And I want to share this little excerpt from the book here with you guys about two-step process to changing your identity. Here's why. Your identity emerges out of your habits. You're not born with preset beliefs. Every belief, including those about yourself, is learned and conditioned through experience, okay? More precisely, your habits are how you embody your identity. When you make your bed each day, you embody the identity of an organized person. When you write each day, you embody the identity of a creative person. When you train each day, you embody the identity of an athletic person. The more you repeat a behavior, the more you reinforce the identity associated with that behavior. In fact, the word identity was originally derived from the Latin words essentitas, which means being, and identitum which means repeatedly. So your identity is literally your repeated beingness. I don't want to get all woo-woo, but as we talked about on the podcast with Jim Fortin, it's your identity is who you are being every day. So whatever your identity of yourself is right now as a mortgage loan originator, as a husband, wife, father, husband, spouse, right? Brother, sister, citizen of the world, right? Whatever your identity is, you only believe it because you have proof of it. For example, if you go to church every Sunday for 20 years, you have evidence that you are religious, if you will, or spiritual, whatever your word is there, right? If you study biology for one hour every night, you have evidence that you're studious. If you go to the gym, even when it's snowing and raining and dark out, 
You have evidence that you are committed to fitness. The more evidence you have for a belief, the more strongly you will believe it. That's why we talk about habit tracking. That's why Jerry Seinfeld makes a commitment, has a habit of writing a joke every day. And it's not about feeling inspired to do it. Let me give you a newsflash, guys. You want to go to the next level in your business? You want to achieve a certain goal, have a certain outcome? You're not going to feel like it all the time. You will run into resistance. And that's okay. The secret is doing it when you don't feel like doing it. So you build that habit. So you build that consistency. So you shape your identity. See how the two are connected? Identity and habits. Your habits are influencing your identity. You are demonstrating who you are. You're reinforcing your identity by your habits or lack thereof. Right? Obviously, habits aren't the only actions that influence your identity, but simply by their frequency, right? They're they're usually the most important ones. Obviously, we have life experiences that modify our self-image, right? But look, you know, I mean, I once uh, when I was in. uh, I think it was junior high or something like that. I just moved to a brand new area and I was already a tall kid at the, that point. Right? You know, I'm 6'4". So I think I was like, I don't know, six feet or something like that in high school or junior high. I can't remember. But anyway, this coach walks up to me in the hallway. So, yo, yo, Zimfer, you ever play basketball? I'm like, no. He's like, great. Come on over. Sign up. You're going to be part of the basketball team. Well, just because I played basketball once in my life, in a period of my life, does that make me a basketball player? No, right? Or just because I once drew you know, a picture and hung it up on my wall. And some people are like, oh, that's awesome. That's a great picture, great drawing. Does that make me an artist? No, right? Again, let me come back to the key point, which is repeating actions. That's accumulating evidence, right? Accumulated evidence of a certain behavior and your self-image begins to change. And the one-off experiences, you know what? Those fade, et cetera, over time, okay? And by the way, identity shaping, it's not a, a light switch. You just don't necessarily walk in one day and switch your identity. Although I, it's possible, it does happen, but the reality is it's a gradual evolution, right? We change bit by bit, day by day, habit by habit. We are undergoing what's called micro evolutions of the self. Think about it this. So this is back to the book for a minute. Each habit is like a suggestion. Hey, maybe this is who I am. If you finish a book, then perhaps you're the type of person who likes reading. If you go to the gym, once again, perhaps you're the type of person who likes exercise. If you practice playing the guitar, hey, that's me. Perhaps you are the type of person who likes music. I do like music and I do like guitar, but I don't have a good habit of practicing. So I don't consider myself a guitar player. When somebody finds out, oh, you play guitar, I pretty much say, well, no, I wouldn't describe it that way. However, if I did decide to follow through and execute on the consistent habit of practicing and getting better, getting good enough, right? Perhaps then I could consider myself a guitar player. Think about it this way, guys. When you're looking at your day, when you're deciding what to do, not to do, every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Wow. Let me say that again. Every action you take, and by the way, not taking action is an action. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. No single instance will transform your beliefs, but as the votes build up, so does the evidence of your new identity. Small habits can make a meaningful difference by providing evidence of a new identity. That's the paradox, right? Small changes over time. So putting this all together, you can see that habits are the path to changing your identity. The most practical way to change who you are and what you want to have is to change what you do. This is interesting. As I think about it from the concept of the interview we did with Jim Fort, Jim Fortin, which was all about identity. 
but the two are inextricably connected, right? He perhaps would argue that it's your identity. Who are you being? But guess how you demonstrate who are you being by what you are doing and the habits that consistently stack up over time. Hmm. Each habit gets results, but also teaches you something powerful to trust yourself. You start to believe you can actually accomplish these things. Hmm. which means you start to shift and change your identity, the stories you tell yourself about the ability to make change and make progress. And of course, don't forget, the same is true for the opposite way. Every time you choose to perform a bad habit, it's a vote for that identity too. But here's the thing, guys, let perfection go. You don't need to be perfect. Remember the Jerry Seinfeld example? Writing a joke every day. It wasn't about writing the best joke, just writing, just being in the habit and practice of writing. That's what it's about, building that muscle, right? Your goal is to simply win the majority of the time, over time, right? New identities for you and I require new, new evidence. So it's simple to close this all out here. If nothing changes, nothing is going to change. And like Jim Rohn used to say, in order for things to change, you've got to change. It's a simple two-step process. Decide the type of person you want to be. Who do you want to be in the various areas of your life? and prove it to yourself with small wins. What do you want to stand for? What are your principles and values? Who do you wish to become? These are big questions, I know, right? You can start with smaller questions if you want. I want to lose weight. I want to be fit. I want to be, right? I want to produce X amount of loan volume, close the X amount of units, right? Well, again, who's the type of person that could get that outcome, right? It's probably someone who's consistent and reliable. So now, this is, how it all connects in here for me personally, when I think about Tim Fortin, the podcast about identity. Now your focus shifts from outcome-based, meaning you know losing 10 pounds or writing a book or you know closing 20 units in a month, right? Now the shift moves from that to being the type of person who is consistent and reliable, has the self-integrity to follow through on the habits. You know, it's funny when I interviewed um, Alex McFadden up in... Um, Canada, the mortgage pug. Uh, he was on just a few episodes. He went from zero to $85 million in loan originations in three years. And we had a brief conversation about goals and stuff like that. And like, you know, funding goals and things like that. And it's, it's funny because what he, he pointed out was that he didn't necessarily overly focus on the outcome, meaning I want to close X amount of units or volume. What he focused on was the activities, the activities, because if the activities are in place, the right activities the outcome takes care of itself. And he's focused on who, who he's being, which will lead to achieving the outcome. Does this make sense, guys? Are you tracking with this? Are you liking this? I hope so. And once again, I encourage you to get the book. Habits are important. Listen to the audio, whatever your pre preference is. Habits matter because they can get you better results, but they matter more because they change your beliefs about yourself. All right. Well, that's the end of this special session, you and me only. If you liked it, I'd love your feedback. As always, you can leave us a review. You know where to do that. And if you do leave us a review, hit me up, message me on Facebook. I'll need your address and your shirt size to send you a, a Mortgage Marketing Radio swag podcast t-shirt, freshen in the bag. If you want to learn more about becoming a pro member, you can do so by going to mortgagemarketing.pro and get access to fellow like-minded professionals like Shani Morris, our shining star for the month who we talked about getting five leads from her first class from realtors, 30 realtors in her first class. Crazy, crazy good. Mortgage Marketing.pro, 
check out the short video we got on that and love to have you as a pro member over there. And lastly, as a reminder, don't forget to check the show notes for links to Ask Jeff Anything. That's G-E-O-F-F, Ask Jeff Anything. If you want to submit a question to me that I will look at and possibly play and review and answer live on the podcast. And as always, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Go out there, start executing on the right habits consistently over time. That will shape your identity and you will become the person you truly want to become. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Marketing Radio. Want more truth in mortgage marketing? Get more free training and resources at mortgagemarketinginstitute.com. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.